Welcome back to A Tales of Two Bros. I am Angel. I'm Adon. And this is our action review of The Matrix. Trinity, help! Spoilers, by the way, just in case for some reason that you have not seen this film yet, a movie that came out in 1999. If you haven't seen this yet, just be forewarned. The Matrix Resurrection is coming out on HBO Max and theaters nationwide on December 22nd. Why not rewatch the first one, The Matrix, that came out in 1999, directed and written by, back then, Wachowski Brothers. Instead of going over and reviewing the movie as a whole, because honestly, you can dissect this film in so many ways. So I thought, why not just focus on the action part? That's why I want to watch The Matrix Resurrection is for the action. Not really well, some of the story, but more of the action, because in 1999, this movie broke records in any way possible in the action genre. It was the pioneer or it was the birth of bullet time. There were so, the, uh, easily several special effects that were like pioneered in, uh, in the matrix. Oh, definitely. And then you have the Kung Fu action style choreographed by Yin Wu Ping. Mm -hmm. We've seen him. He's done uh, so many choreographies. He's known revered in the Kung Fu world in the sense of action films. He choreographed Charlie's Angels, countless Jackie Chan films. So he's a legend in that field. Again, this came out in 1999. How old were you? I would have been 15. I was 12 years older than you. So 27 about Sounds that. But right. uh, uh, okay. I'm a numbers guy. Uh, That's that makes sense to me. <laughs> I just rewatched it today just to get refamiliar. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, regardless of the story, the acting, it still holds up. Yes. The first one. After, absolutely. after 20 years later, it is still phenomenal. It is still great. The pace is awesome. You can follow the story. Granted, I was seeing some things that I was like, mm, okay. Well, we get to that when we get there. But, you know, like you're saying you're a numbers guy. I'm a numbers guy, too, in the sense of there was several action scenes, be it small or grandiose. There was about 12 action scenes. And That's for a movie that was two hours and 10 minutes, if you don't count the end credits, you have about 34 minutes of action, which is pretty good in the sense that how they developed the story, how they gave the backstory and development of the Matrix. You have like several like 30 second short action sequences, be it a chase or a really quick fight scene. And then you have the finale was about just over seven minutes. Again, the Matrix was a pioneer. It's, it reinvented the action genre. Or I would dare say reinvigorate it. Because like around that time, yeah. Brian, you would have an action films, but I, I want to say like early 90s was like a peak and then it started dying down because I, I couldn't remember too many after like 94 that were like really well, good. Back then you had the top dogs of Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, Bruce Willis, Tom Cruise with his Mission Impossible films. Actually, wasn't that after or, or was that? Well, before? yeah. Well, the first one was before this. And the oh. second one came like right after, like right around Y2K, whatever the, everyone was so afraid of that. So right around this time frame, because this was like around that time frame too. Right. Well, this came out in 1999. So right before the year 2000, obviously. Yeah. Arnold and Sylvester killing it in the box office, but we were not seeing anything really new or different, pretty much True. recycling the same material. I mean, unless 
for those who are listening and watching, if you know any other films around that time that were that broke action genre mold around that time, please let us know. But I think this is really one that really took it out, out of the park. Um, well, I would say like in, in comparison, though, like like you said, with the big names, a lot there were ones that were like very epic movies. But like mm-hmm. you said, they had those big names uh, attached to it. And uh, except for Trini, I wasn't really didn't know who she was when I was mm-hmm. at that age. But like Keanu, I knew Keanu from like right. Point Break, from Bill and Ted, Dracula. Like there wasn't really right. like a big name movie that I would, a kid my age at that time that would be like, oh my God, Keanu Reeves, he's the action star. Uh, oh, maybe Speed. Speed. Yeah. And that came out on my birthday. I remember that. And I was not disappointed. That was a really good film itself. Yeah, most of the films that came out of mine were not that great, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's still time. There's still time. And then Lawrence Fishburne and so forth. But like right. at that time, Keanu had the the most action packed movie, which was Speed. And even at that, it wasn't to this level. So you're you're right in that sense that this movie was a surprise for a lot of people. And then when you add in right. like the 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 theme and the story and everything like that, it was just like action with like a lore it was like a sci-fi lord of rings almost because there was so much in the background of the story and lore of it that you're like there's a lot to take in did that guy just get his face kicked in you know that kind of situation is is what i was thinking of well it could be in a way it could be seen as another star wars aspect in a way that it, it impacted the people who saw the film when you saw this film you were impacted you didn't just see it once you saw it multiple times in the theaters true i know i did mm-hmm. i remember in new york one time there was a theater that you could see a movie for a dollar but of course that's after like the, it's been in the in the regular price theaters for a while for several and then they just kept on you know showing films and the matrix even though it was out for maybe two years prior that movie theater was packed when i went there even though it was a dollar and yeah of course the dollar get a movie experience and i remember also that there's a scene when Morpheus takes Neo to see the Oracle. The audio cuts out as soon as Neo enters the kitchen to speak to her. We have no idea what she's saying. Even though, yes, we do know what she's saying, but we can't hear it at that moment. We're all complaining. People are like, hey, you know, the audience is getting riled up and annoyed. When Neo comes back to see Morpheus, the audio kicks in. Right when Morpheus says, whatever she told you was for your ears only. I'm paraphrasing, of course. And yeah. everyone started laughing at this at that moment because it was exactly how it, Morpheus said it in that instance. It was perfect. Like I said, there's 12 episodes, the longest being the finale. You mean 12 fights or 12 action what, sequences? You said episodes. What did I say? Sorry. 12 action scenes. The first one being with the intro of Trinity mm-hmm. doing her famous air aerial kick. And then the finale where Neo takes down the agents after a big ass chase. Now there are so many great scenes. What let's be fair. How about top three fight scenes or action sequences? Did you like in this one? If you have three, okay, maybe we can talk about a bad one. No. If there is one. Fair, fair enough. Immediately. The very first one that comes to mind is the dojo scene. Why? I always thought it was funny. He's like, I know. Kung Fu. And he goes, show me. <laughs> right. As I was watching it today, it dawned on me, I'm like, so they basically download the martial arts and whatnot, but you never see them practice it in real life. You always see them practice the martial arts uh, in the fight scenes in the thing, but there's never a scene with it, like, never a scene with, uh, like, Neo in the bunker just, like, doing, like, some Wing Chun, like, 
practice moves or right. anything like that, which you would think that would be like a thing to like build up their muscles or something like Because there's a lot of good techniques that are for strength building that aren't strong, strenuous on the body. It just, mm-hmm. they, they literally did acupuncture to try help with atrophy on the body. Right. But anyways, that was one of the thoughts that I, I remember while I was watching the fight scene, which was like technically the first time we see Keanu Reeves doing martial arts in any yeah. project. And then we see also Lawrence Fishburne. Not, well, okay, maybe, yeah, traditional martial arts. Yes, because we did see him in fight and action, but it's not really martial arts and yeah. break. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm talking about like Kung Fu style martial arts. He's doing and juggling between different styles, going like one point, doing like Jeet Kune Do, uh, or at least like that Bruce Lee stance. Like he's like, haha, kind of right, over. Right. It gets kind of cool when the, the fight starts intensifying, especially when Lawrence Fishburne is like reminding him, is like, you think I'm stronger than you because of my muscles or whatnot, which made me laugh. And then he goes, you think that's air you're breathing? It's like that realization, right. as you hear later in the movie, like there is no spoon. That kind of logic as it drives throughout the entire film. So it actually, uh, that was like our first taste. Well, actually, no, the first taste was when Trinity like did a three, did the one, you know, crane kick in the air in the, at the very beginning. But that was the real take of like, oh, this is really what could be happening watching this uh, film, like the potential of doing it with him. So I remember that scene. I was like, that's a, I enjoyed that scene a lot for, uh, for various reasons, but it was a fun scene for me. So, okay. So you went for one. So I'll go for one. For me, great scene is the one with Trinity. At the, the beginning? first one. Oh, yes. Okay. The reason why I like that one a lot is because it sets the tone. It lets you know, this is not your typical action film. It just tells you right then and there what you're, to expect mm-hmm. or what you're about to experience so that's what i like about that they didn't save it they didn't go from like a regular like person without any kind of talent and not able to fly or hold the air or run or run on the walls so you saw that but we, not just that we saw her technique the bullet time also yep. the agents their power to uh, well we saw they, part of it but yeah i agree like, well, you, right there's, there's a start there also that I, after rewatching again today i noticed that right before she gets not her, but before the trash truck collides into the phone booth, it stops and turns. You can see in the driver's seat light as if the driver is being turned into the agent. Yes. I never right. really noticed that before. And then I saw that. I was like, oh, okay. That's a subtlety. Yeah, and that's what's great about this. A movie like this where you see something new, no matter how many times you saw it, there's always something subtle or that you missed previously. And that was cool. That's what I like. And again, you saw how Carrie Ann Moss, Trinity, badass. So, and then I just couldn't help it when I saw her, when she, every time she flies through the window, I can't help but think of Superman 2, the villain girl. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> Every time, because the they're, wearing black. That, that, they're not that different. So, uh, no, I know. And then you see that, and it, the CGI wasn't was good, but wasn't that good. You can you can see the separation from the person and the yeah. background a little bit, similar to how it was in Superman two in that way. So I always get a kick out of that. Still badass. On that note, the CGI, I was more accepting of the CGI on this one than I was on the other ones. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So yeah. we'll talk about yeah, those we'll talk about we those. Talk about when those. We get to them. <laughs> because here is it's less CGI. Here is more wire work. It's more practically here, very little CGI. But remember this, they they had a budget, but it wasn't as much as they were for the sequels. Plus the technology. Have, right. It grew that much, even though it was about like four years difference. Mm-hmm. It grew that much more. So, okay, we went over one. 
each. Each. Yeah. You have another one. The subway train fight. And they yeah. run at each other shooting. And they're like, you're out of bullets. And he's like, so are you. And they just start going ham at each other. Like, boom, 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 boom. And they're like trading blows. And it was kind of interesting, like how uh, Smith, throughout the entirety of the movie, is very consistent with his fighting style. Which, there's another thing that comes to mind. But um, if you're watching him, he's like a, like a, almost like a juggernaut of a character. Like, you see him, like, he'll just take the hits and, like, throw his chest out. Right. It reminds me of, like, the old Kung Fu movies, like, the Iron Body Technique, where he's just, like, hitting, right. hitting, yes. get, taking the hits, and then he just piles through and hits them, like, solid. And then you see Neo, like, as he's fighting, he's adjusting his techniques. He's uh, changing from one style to the next to try adapt and mm -hmm. take them on. So I thought that was a really good thing. Actually, uh, like, and you see that first, like, when smith fights morpheus it's the same kind of techniques and he uses the same kind of skills which kind of plays to the fact that he's a program he's pre-programmed with how he's supposed to fight and he doesn't really adapt he just keeps doing what he knows is uh to do i think that was a fast-paced fight scene i thought it was really good and it had some intense moments like when he was holding neo down in front of the train and, mm -hmm. and that was one of the strengths that i felt like the agents have like they don't care if they get physically injured or they get killed because they technically can come back and that's right. where like the intensity of it happens for him. i count that as his own individual scene because there is a slight break because it goes into a chase yeah but... yeah because especially on the finale where they're chasing him they, they're jumping from host to host i agree subway scene is phenomenal it has that western feel yeah it, it was like a showdown kind of moment like a... right like a high noon kind of moment. They even have the thing like where they're facing each other and there's like papers or dust that are going across. Right. And I felt like that was like a tumbleweed moment. Exactly. I just find it funny also because when Agent Smith, because his, his style of fighting was more of a brawler, like you said, a juggernaut just taking the blows. But if you notice his chest is like he inflated his chest to able to take those blows, uh, which was great. I do find there's some humor in that fight scene when neo uh starts to believe and he does the pose and the dust falls off him a little bit oh yeah i remember, I remember that. that that's a little cheesy but i understand that because that's what they've done in the kung fu films mm -hmm. and some anime films like dragon ball z or something like that where they just they do a pose to revigorate themselves they get that second wind to get that self pump and then which is funny with the matrix especially this film and it's done in so many kung fu films but with the come over here hand gesture. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, didn't even Bruce Lee do it once or twice where he goes like this? He goes. Yeah, he did it in Game of Death, especially Game yeah. of Death with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And he does it in also the way of the dragon in the mm -hmm. alley. Oh, yeah. That was back then. And then, you know, things get fashion gets recycled. And that for a while became fashionable to do in almost any film oh, yeah. until, it got, until, until it got made fun of in other films for like. Stop that. The fight scene was like a musical where there's up and downs. The beats where it go fast and it go slow, fast again, then slow down. They take a break and they go up tempo again. And that was great about that scene because he felt it because it wasn't just going at, just going crazy, 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 crazy nonstop, which was about like four minutes and 15 seconds, that fight scene. Mm -hmm. It, it, it was a nice pace to it. I do like when he does the spinning back kick and Agent Smith falls against a column and his glasses are cracked. It was a break in the chain. I was a fan of when he was hitting him and Agent Smith caught uh, his hand and he does the knife hand right to the like the throat. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, yes. I remember that well, when I again, first saw that. That was like a nice moment. Right. That was another show of a, the break in the chain. Mm -hmm. So the glasses was the first indication. 
that an agent can be beaten. And he just capitalized on that as well. Like in what you said with the hand, with the fingers to the throat, and even though it wasn't damaging, it was like more of a shock factor. You know what that scene reminds me of? Oddly enough, his Fist of Legend. Which uh, was the- also directed by, or the choreography was done by Yun Wen Ping. Really? All right. Yeah. So that makes a lot more sense. Again, yep. if you guys have not seen Fist of Le- Legend, and that's with uh, Jet Li, kind of like an homage project to Bruce Lee's uh, Chinese connection. But long story short, there is an end scene where he's fighting like this Japanese general. It's either a Ch- Chinese connection or Fist of Fury. Cheat in the US changed the name. It's the one where he's sure. fighting uh, in revenge for his master's death. That's the one. Right. Which was um, remade a, a few more times too. Donnie Yen did it. Anyway, yes. sorry. No, well, yeah, that's a whole video we can literally do. Basically, it's a, it's there's a parallel to that scene and this scene where, it, like, you have Jet Li's character fighting a, a guy who's like, like we described, he's a powerhouse, he's a juggernaut, he's bigger than him, he's stronger than him, and he's adapting. And one of the things he does is like he's uh, using lighter techniques, like he's using his fingers to help blind the guy, like he smack him across the eyes Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. doing all these other things. So like that moment where he's hit him in the throat, he's changing his techniques to be like more fluid and faster and lighter. It's not that he's putting power, but he's breaking, like you say, breaking the chain by breaking and finding those little chinks in the armor to find the weaknesses and using those, which is great. And then, (laughs) and then he basically resets. So he's like, ah, right. Yeah. He has to run after the train collision which was intense because that thing too because you see him he reaches out and then he gets slammed by the subway car and then neo thinks it's done and then oh wait, it's not done yeah the train um, stops and this guy walks out and it's him he's like damn it <laughs> yeah i think that's a great scene oh uh, so that was one of your three as well yes the subway scene is an amazing scene even though I, there are some comical moments in my opinion the fight scene itself was spectacular mm-hmm. one more Okay. One more. When he walks in through the metal detector and the guy's like, holy sh-. <laughs> And he just hits him right through the metal detector. And it is technically not as much as like a hand-to-hand action scene, as much as a straight out uh, shootout action, kind of ridiculous action uh, shootout. I think this is the movie that coined, no, Equilibrium was the movie that coined the phrase Kung Fu or, or was this one? The one that coined the phrase gun. It started it, but like equilibrium was the one that really sealed the deal in that term. Yeah, because it was a little more. I think they even called it Kung Fu in the movie. I'm not yeah. sure. I have to see it again, but. I feel like they did call it Kung Fu, like in the stunt choreographers for Equilibrium, which by the way, everybody, mm-hmm. if you have not seen Equilibrium, if you look at the poster, you'll think it's a knockoff of a uh, Matrix. It's not. Fantastic film. Watch that. But I digress. That's my phrase. Fact of the matter is that was a cool scene. It was like uh, like you had a lot of outrageous shooting. It was like a closed, confined environment. Everything did seem to be slow-mo except for a handful of moments. But they were just like, it was a ridiculous scene, but it was cool at the same time. It felt like when you were watching our old school, like Rambo, uh, Robocop, any action hero movie, there's like that one scene where there's just like more ammunition than that anybody should ever have with probably next to none reloads, which I know that was like a thing that I remember always makes me laugh because I always think of my godfather. That was one thing he hated about action films that he, like you see a guy shoot a, a, a pistol or a gun. He's like, that only holds like six to tw- uh, like 10 rounds. And they just shot well, it 30. Be fair though. They did reload or they grabbed 
others' guns. No, I agree and with that, that. I agree. They did uh, like steal guns, and they had like duffel bags full of guns, which they just dropped right. on the floor. Yeah, then prior to that scene, they're in a like a hallway, if you will, of of guns, mm-hmm. and they only have one duffel bag full of everything you know they could have used. And we see very little used. We see a bomb later on on for the elevator, mm-hmm. couple firearms they use. So like what else was in that bag? We don't know, uh, but that is also my favorite scene. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. I think that scene is great. The reason why I think a lot of these scenes are so good, it's not just the action, but the music that goes with it. Yeah. The music that goes with that scene, Spy Break, it fits so well. It starts as soon as they Trinity and Neo separate from each other. And it, it, if you hear it, it's kind of, it's like a comical kind of goes like, they split off and then they go into that drum beat and the action is going ballistic where the debris is just flying all over where going with the slow motion, the hand combat does go off. I just think matches perfectly for what was done. Not just that scene, but also in the subway, also in the dojo, the opener, the finale, like the music complemented every scene that was done here. I would agree with that. And it cuts I off think, in like appropriate moments, like the last thing we we're talking about where guns shoot out and whatnot. And then it cuts off at the explosion of the elevator, which is like a, it, like they do the flames like a flood that's coming in, but it kind of cuts off right at that moment. Because then no, the music, the, the, the music cuts off on his kick. On his kick? Really? Yes, because there's a break because they go, they go into the elevator. And oh, they, yeah, they you're go, right. When they go in the elevator, like a little debris falls off. Then the, he says, there is no spoon. Shoots the bomb as they're. Going up the rooftop. Yeah, you're right. I yeah. blended it too, but yes. So those those are three. We we matched on two of them, and we're different on one. You you said the dojo was awesome, and mm-hmm. you said the Trinity intro, opener, the opener. Right. See, for me, it's kind of hard to find bad action scenes here, but for me, the worst one, if you want to call it the worst one, it was the dojo. Really. You did not like the dojo. I do, but after watching it and really looking at it, you can see that Lawrence Fishburne and Keanu, there's delay and there's he's anticipating, like Morpheus is anticipating the steps. Like it just looks like they didn't practice enough to make it look more natural. Mm-hmm. So for me, that was the problem where everything else yeah. felt natural. Every other scene, the, the escape from the hotel, that felt natural. The fight with the opener with Trinity, that felt natural. The subway, the finale, the rooftop, the rescue, the rescue of Morpheus, that's honorary mention. The helicopter fight scene. Rescue Morpheus, he breaks out of the chain and Morpheus runs out. Again, that's an intense scene. And then he's being shot at through the walls by the agents. And then helicopter is falling. And then Neo has to save Trinity from crashing. I mean, all that sequence was awesome as well. But the others were, I think, a little bit better but again for the dojo scene for me lawrence is like a little he's off a little bit okay is it's not like he's reacting mm-hmm. like in acting you should be reacting you should be listening and you react one another kind of same thing with fight choreography you should be the same same way you react to a, how a person moves Still a great scene but after really watching it it's like mm, not as good as it could have been i could say that but you again that's a, a, like that's probably like a tell of like them as performers when it comes to fighting that's a difficult skill in itself you know? no of course absolutely I wouldn't anticipate yeah. like a uh, like Lawrence Fishburne to go ahead and perform the same role like a Jet Li or Donnie Yen in that oh, aspect. No. Now, even with like give him like five years of training, still probably wouldn't be as good. Um, no, I mean I have a, I have an issue with Keanu's kicks, but you know, still it's still good. I'm just saying how you could see that there was more 
uh, room to see not, the flaws. Right. You can see anticipation happen. Yeah. Do you have a low value um, team? I was not a big fan of the chase scene. Which like, one? The finale? The, uh, yeah, the finale chase scene. Like, for one, like how they're jumping from room to room, how he's like, they kind of highlight in slow-mo him jumping from like a, not actually not a very tall height. It was like from the fire escape down to the ground. Mm -hmm. Granted, I'm kind of spoiled nowadays. I've seen that done in like parkour videos. I'm like, oh, people do that all the time. Why does that seem impressive? Like, mm -hmm. you know, that's on YouTube. Granted, back when we were watching, that wasn't on YouTube. So I guess it didn't hit as much until like chasing ended. And then it was like uh, he resurrects himself. But I count as a separate scene when he resurrects himself, you know? Yeah. I mean, I count it all as one in that sense. But I see what you're saying. So it could be 13 scenes. I mean, it all depends. Well, I mean, there was like a slight, slight break in the action. Yeah. Well, it's a whole big thing because it's not just him and the agents, but it's also Trinity Morpheus in the ship. Yeah. And they're getting ready to be attacked by the squids. So right. I, like, the tension is there. I get that. There's two scenes going on. So it's, I consider mm -hmm. all one. Now I do have issues in that scene because Trinity wants to take the time to talk to Neo. I was like, bitch, just keep this. Who? <sighs> Save it, save him, save it for later. It was like, we see that again in uh, Revelations. The and, tension is going like this. And then it's like, they bring that in the wrong moment. It's like, it's like a killjoy. Yeah. And the funny thing is, it's I mean, I not that we, we don't, we don't have a problem with against like having like a romantic theme tied behind an action film and so forth. Like there's plenty of great action films that have romantic moments in them, but you're right. The timing and the placement can mm -hmm. break it and kind of take you out of that moment, right. and uh, that does kind of break it for us. I I, I get what you're talking, what you're talking about, like where she's like, everybody's like, do we pull the plug? Do we pull not pull the plug? And she's like, this is the moment I decide to tell you that I know you're the one because I love you. It, it kind of reminds me of, even though this was first, it kind of reminds me of that scene by the elevator in Army of the Dead. <laughs> Where the girl tells Batista, yo, uh, if y'all haven't seen you. that video that we did on that, we ragged on that movie so hard. And that yeah. was arguably the scene that pissed us off the most. Right. Uh, and, and yes, there's a lot of good action scenes. We can't deny that. But these are our top three and the one we found the least. Yeah. Honestly, was, we're uh, nitpicking. Oddly enough, that you, I don't know if you know this, but Will Smith was originally supposed to be Neo. Yeah, I remember that. And then he gave it up for, I'm not sure if he didn't. Uh, Independence Day. I think he gave oh, it up for Independence right. Day, yeah. Right. Which I wouldn't be able to see Will Smith opposite of um, Trinity's character. I wouldn't, I feel like that wouldn't mesh like those two. I just don't think they like yeah. go together at, right. performance wise. Carrie Ann Moss and Keanu Reeves, they have a really good chemistry. Yeah. If Will Smith was still in it, would it have been a white uh, love lead? He's had white what? love leads before. Yeah, but would have been here, would have been a white love interest, you know, or would the gang be all different? You know, like, will it still be the same? You know, sometimes that that happens, they they counterbalance what the male and female leads are. They usually use the backgrounds, yeah, supporting actors to counterbalance. But that's for another topic that we probably will never cover. But for the action, <laughs> let's end it on here for the Matrix that still holds up. Yeah. The action scenes are still amazing. Very beautifully stylized. I mean, we did mention our top three, but we have to mention that when Carrie Ann Moss Trinity shoots the agent by the helicopter and she's in that pose, pretty damn sexy. <laughs> and she goes, dodge this. That was a powerful moment for her. And it was a sexy moment for us. And then I always liked that scene where the 
where Trinity just grabs Neo and drags and they just slide down and their feet are just sliding down. And then you see the walls breaking from them sliding down. That's a hot little moment there too. Oh yeah. So no, a- I, I enjoyed that scene. Like, and like I mentioned it, uh, when he's fighting Smith, I always thought that was cool where he knocks Smith and Smith knocks him down and he just pounds the ground and comes back up. Like you see some like Mutai, uh, the H is trying to hit Morpheus in the head and Morpheus brings his arm up to block. I mean, it was like, well, I was just surprised though. Like in the dojo, Morpheus was going fast hands and showing his speed. Whereas he fought the agent, he wasn't. And when he was getting beat up by regular quote unquote civilians, he was getting beat up by the cops that came yeah. after him. We didn't see that speed again. It was just there, but it's all good. It's, it's so us into it so i'm i'm quite happy regardless if this movie was one and done in the sense of no other sequels i would have been happy the time when it came out we thought it was one and done the well, way the they way ended yeah the way they the way ended it ended it, it would have been it would have been a perfect it's a perfect solo film it was yes and then the sequels came out which we will talk in another video but on a rating of this purchase. movie you're ready for purchase i have to agree i own the movie i bought the 4K. movie when, yeah I bought it when it first came out. If you don't want to buy the movie, peoples, get HBO Max. It's on HBO in 4K, and you can watch it, and they have all of them. But I would definitely say this is a purchase movie, 100%. Mm And if you decide you don't need the other two, no one's ever going to say, oh, you messed up. The people who will is diehard fans that you're okay. You're still good. I originally bought the sequels and mm-hmm. then I threw them away and then I bought it again. The only reason why I bought it again is because I heard one theory that made sense to me. Oh, I know what you're talking about. So I bought it again just because of that theory. And you wanted to see them? It took, and I to wanted to see it. it. I wanted to see it. Well, I kind of thought of it too, but not in that sense. I mean, I thought when I saw the sequels, well, we can talk about the sequels anyway. Yeah, because it makes more sense when you watch the sequels of the theory that right. we're going to talk about. But on that note, we'll pause that because... No, we won't pause. We'll end it here. That's we'll what I'm pause. saying. We, we'll, we'll, we'll pause we'll the theory. <laughs> we're all, all the pause the theory, yes. Yeah, so definitely worth the own. I mean, I bought this film. I bought it DVD. Mm-hmm. Same. I had it. it on I had it on VHS, then DVD. Blu-ray. I do. Then I bought it 4K. So I bought it several times. <laughs> At least three times I bought it. So yeah, that's good. And this is a movie before a streaming service was big as it is now. Mm-hmm. This is a type of movie like Star Wars, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, that if you're changing channels and you happen to catch it, you will stop what you're doing and continue watching through the movie. No matter where is that in the film that you're catching it, it could be right in the beginning, it could be halfway where Neo's waking up, fighting the dojo, what have you. That was the type of movie back then. Mm-hmm. That's how good this was for me and for a lot of us. All right, that's going to be it for us for our action review of The Matrix. Please comment below. Let us know your thoughts or what you was your favorite three scenes. If there are three scenes that were your favorite, was there one that was your least favorite? Let us know. And as always, subscribe and hit that like button. Until next time, we'll be the next time. I'm Angel. I'm Adon. Love you, bro. Love you.